free. Hello, Cryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. I'm your host, your haste. I'm your host. <laughs> Jake Javarelli here in the house of the John, of the blockchain John in particular. This is his actual place, his own recording studio. Recording here because he lives in San Jose and I do not. And uh, we're going to be going tomorrow morning early to Blockchain Expo in Santa Clara at the Santa Clara Convention Center. Jake's right next to me behind the camera. Okay, do not pay yes. attention to the man behind the man camera. Behind the camera. <laughs> exactly. Blockchain Expo. Here we go. I'm going to show that yeah. on screen. Doing a little early episode here on the 16th of May for episode 516. Isn't that? Oh, wow. 516 on 516. What a number. We hit it on the head and it didn't complain. So let's get on to our news since we're trying to do it quickly. Sure. Let's do that real quick. All right. So first uh, news is backdoor and ledger. Here's what's going on and how to keep your crypto safe. Well, first of all, you need a butt plug for that backdoor. <laughs> first of all, there shouldn't be any backdoor in a ledger, right? That's like the biggest problem. Well, in the program called ledger, right? All right. Let's see here. A contentious new feature has been added onto all new no, the ledger hardware wallet devices on Tuesday morning. The announcement had crypto Twitter buzzing. Although advertisement uh, advertised several weeks back, the Wire article today released. Uh, brought the fire from the crypto community featuring the question ledger recovery and id based private key recovery service would allow users to back up their private key private seed phrase directly to their personal identity through three different uh, custodians the service will cost $9.99 a month that is stupid that is absolutely dumb you should not have to pay an additional service for this you should people this is this is a lack of just people people's knowledge you're taking they're taking advantage of people's knowledge you know all they're doing is just dividing these three the, the private keys into three divisions and separating them instead of instead of just keeping one seed phrase they're breaking it up into three pieces and distributing it into different locations that's all they're doing you know be smart man save your money invest that in, invest that nine dollars 99 cents into bitcoin Right. Yeah, through dollar cost averaging, right? Just keep investing the ten dollars a month into Bitcoin instead of into this crap. That's it. So yeah, the biggest problem with with creating a backdoor, right, is that you create a potential for hacking and potential for loss. This is the reason that uh, things like Apple iPhones and uh, the WhatsApp, yeah, it's WhatsApp, uh, don't have uh, back, have you know any way of looking into your account. It's all encrypted end to end. They have no access. If you lose your password, you're screwed. That's on purpose. Way no one else can get in there except you. So, yeah, I just agree with this as well. Yeah, so I don't know what they're trying to do here, but the thing is they're providing an opt-in service for this so-called, I guess, backdoor, but they're saying that this backdoor will access your account but not be able to access the coins themselves. It makes no sense. Like, like Jake was saying, just... Dude, if there's a back door, there's a possibility, you know, you can get your coins hacked. Don't mess with that, man. I'm not saying leave Ledger. Just don't opt in for that service. Exactly. All right, moving on. Revving up the NFT market, Mattel unveils Fast and Furious collections. And as I said many times before, I'm very much in favor of connecting NFTs to physical objects. Is then you have this digital presence for the object, and you have a way of tracking the object. And you can know if it's authentic or not, or if it really isn't authentic. Um, so this is really kind of slick. 
Obviously, it's going to be Fast and Furious based, and that's probably just their start because they know it's really popular. But it's kind of neat to see that they're going to be sticking a, a NFT connection to these Hot Wheel vehicles uh, in connection with the film franchise. That's very cool. It's going to be as it, the Hot Wheels NFT Garage series based on the Global Blockbuster series on May 22nd, which is coming up next week. So very cool. You got these little cards that go with it. Um, not that you couldn't have gotten cards without it. You know what else is May 22nd? Bitcoin Pizza Day. Yeah, that's true. It's a good little uh, connection between the one thing and the next. So, yeah, reminder, Bitcoin Pizza. The more you know. The more you know, exactly. You need to, you need to, put, to be able to throw that button on the screen with that little rainbow. All right, I like physical NFT, so this is kind of cool that uh, Mattel is doing that. So. Yeah, yeah I'm, we're both hyped about this idea. So anything that connects the uh, like, digital no, no realm joke, to the physical realm. article that we did a while back about the Twinkies? I was looking for those babies, man. I wanted those crypto Twinkies. Maybe we could, they were for sale. We saw them online. They're, they're just really expensive. Yeah, I wasn't going to so. pay $1,000 for them, bro. Well, no, it wasn't 1000 It was like 30 bucks. But Too much moolah. Yeah, anyways. They're all expired. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you know, because it's Twinkies. Twinkies last forever, so they're, they're probably still good. Yeah, I mean, they, they even they even last through the zombie apocalypse, through Zombieland, huh? <laughs> Twinkies, baby, Twinkies. Yeah, Twinkies are forever, unfortunately. <laughs> all right. Does that also mean they're forever in your digestive system? <laughs> okay, moving on. Uh, Coinbase pauses Ethereum stake and reward withdrawal for up to three days. What is going on here? The popular exchange says the problem is unrelated to recent regulatory saber rattling over staking. So then what's the problem? This article straight up in the synopsis, they don't even say what it is. They just said that they're freezing it. Okay, so what's going on? I don't know. We can't really talk about it. Why? What's going on? Like literally. Why? How is this news? <laughs> like literally, it goes down here. It's like, well, so it says, when asked, the exchange would not disclose the nature of the technical issue nor why it would take 48 to 72, uh, 72 hours to fix. Mm, maybe there's some numbers on the books. Maybe there's a big withdrawal, which they're not telling people, they're telling the public because they don't but want to shake their investors. They always stop the, the clock or the, the trading whenever the, some big event happens because they don't have the funds on hand to support large transaction moves, you know. Oh, yes. Do we know what's going on? No. Will they tell us? No. Why, why even, you know... I even pay attention. Here's my question. It's a public company, so aren't they obligated to say something on the record? Uh, for, yeah, for their finances, yeah. I don't know what it would be exactly, but... But into technical issues, they don't have to report that? I mean, it would be nice to get them fixed before anyone knew, but if somebody was watching, so someone knows. Mm, okay. I mean, it's like the zero-day um, virus, yeah. right? Whenever you got a zero-day, you want to patch it as quickly as mm -hmm. possible. And people will notify about those things. And do the companies ha have to report? Right now, no, they don't have to report. There's no law that forces them to. Good point. So that's basically what this is talking about. Just, um, just saying that it has nothing to do with um, them having any issues with the SEC. They're just having some technical issues. In a synopsis, that's what this article is talking about. Right, moving on over to, um, which kind of makes me a little weary about Coinbase. Not that I've been using it much, you know. Um, I don't recall the last time I've used it. I still have a couple, uh, I have a little bit of dust on there, but that's like. For cashing out primarily. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I just, I'd use it for the free learning tokens that they give. That's all. I yeah, they, they give $200 away in free tokens. Right, it was pretty exactly. awesome. Yeah. And if you sign up for multiple accounts. Well. Which I did. <laughs> 
first they let you do that, and then they started people stealing money from them. They're like, hey, I'm two people. I'm an entirely different person over here. I which identify was, as two people. Well, actually, it, I use it for my business, which they actually let me do. So I didn't sign up for like 10 accounts. That'd be weird. Anyways, moving on to the recovery of library. Library has not completely died. The SEC relieves, we were arguing over whether or not it says relives or relieves, relieves library of a $44 million burden, seeks only $111,000 penalty. That's what, 100K roughly? Agency freed the publishing network uh, from most of the gargantuan fine and having and having to give up any ill-gotten gains. Uh, so yeah, uh, we thought library was going to die, and now it's not going to die because uh, they don't have to pay this gargantuan fine. But the court is reduced the $22 million penalty levied against uh, library, recognizing that the decentralized publishing platform may not be able to afford its multi-million dollar punishment uh, like Fox News could. Um, Which blows my mind because this was literally predicted on day one when this whole litigation was going on with the SEC and library. Literally day one. Basically, it was going to be a big, just crypto drama. And at the end of this, was going to conclude with a slap on the wrist and a fine. And the fine was mu yeah. is, was too big. Here's your fine. Thanks. Thanks for... for not bad. Yeah, 100, 100 grand. Not, I couldn't afford it. Well, I sold my company. I could afford it. Well, how much is library? Let's go, let's, go, let's go to um, CoinGecko. What's the total value of, yeah, yeah. of libraries? Uh, Remember, they don't own all those coins, so it wouldn't matter no, anyways. Yeah, but there's got to be something there that they own, right? Are they several hundred million dollars? Oh, really? You think I need to sign it because you don't know where I am? Thanks, 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 Cloudflare. Thanks. Wow, library is only at one cent? Wow, I definitely dropped down some, huh? Yeah, we used to be at two cents. Let's see here. <laughs> what is a market cap? Whoa, they actually don't have a high market. I'm surprised. Look at this. I look, I'm trying to get there. Remember, we're sharing internet here. I'm really so. surprised. I thought it was way higher than this. Wow. It was for a while, but you know, it was struggling. So, you know, LB, LB City College. 7.2 million. It's not terrible, but it's definitely not 22 million or 44 million. For library? I mean, dude, we use Odyssey, and library is a native token to Odyssey, and there's thousands of people on. I'm assuming thousands of people on, on Odyssey. In the beginning, it was worth a lot more, but I mean, it always goes down over time, right? That's crazy, man. Let's see, what was the highest? What was the height? It was a uh, dollar sixty. Wow. I remember that? So I got into it about that time. Wow. All right, All right, so news, so new, next news next bit, news, news article. article. What do we have? Mr. Gensler. Oh, Uncle Gary. Gensler SSC stands ready to help as crypto startups face waves of enforcement actions. That's <laughs> like a contradictory statement. I mean, he's the one causing the problems, and he's here. He's like, we're here to help while we beat you up. What the heck? He said, Give us your lunch money, and then we'll help you. He says, the rules have already been published, asserted Securities and Exchange Commission Chair Gary Gensler during a keynote speech on Monday, strenuously pushing back on criticism that the SEC has not provided useful guidance for crypto companies looking to remain in compliance with federal law. Yes, it's been like that for years. What the hell? What's going on? That's why you have uh, companies like Coinbase, not that hardcore crypto knots care, because... You know, it's more for like noobs using, but uh, yeah, um, Coinbase is, is checking out. 
um, uh, Bitrix filed, filed for bankruptcy, right? And it's going to keep collapsing. And that's kind of like I was mentioning on the on a previous podcast that I suspect that the whole SEC and the the the, 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 the feds, what they're going to do is try to really, really just choke out all these exchanges until the point where they come out of the heroes and say, hey, don't worry about it. We have our government exchange. And on top of that, we have CBDCs. Yay, we're heroes. Accept us, senpai. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it's there's, it's a, a weird world when the man that is running the SEC right now is was also previously, well, technically still a, a MIT professor, although he's not working in that capacity at the moment. But he was, while, while speaking at um, MIT, saying how wonderful stablecoins were. It says, I mean, it didn't just say one thing. It was multiple lectures for a long period of time. It says here, critics of the SEC have, call, uh, have called such offers disingenuous, including the SEC's own crypto-friendly commissioner, Hester Pierce, who pointed out that there is, quote, no way to register with the SEC. Republican lawmakers have similarly said Gensler's, quote, push for firms to come and come in and register is a willful misrepresentation of the SEC's non-existent registration process and as we as we've spoken about over the years the exchanges literally want the answers that just please just lay out what you want and, and yeah, they'll, tell us what you they'll want. comply but the thing is yep. they they they're so i don't understand this this logic like we're just gonna find you it's like why are you finding us it's like just because you're not in compliance okay that is no how we're not in compliance well we don't know how you're not in compliance but you're not in compliance so we're gonna find you that is so stupid it's stupid. So stupid. You're so stupid. Sorry, that's a quote from what, VHF. No, UHF. All right, last article. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. That was a little odd. You should have saw his face. He was literally looking around the room for a cricket. It sounded like a cricket was in the room. That's hilarious. Um, Last news article. Bitcoin slides below 27,000 as investors eye debt ceiling negotiations. Yeah, basically, uh, Bitcoin's down. So, why is it down? Because of investors going, well, but the debt ceiling, and it's like, since when does Bitcoin care about the debt ceiling? The debt ceiling has to do with fiat, it could not to do with Bitcoin. Lead to a recession. But, but we already know that Bitcoin is the place to put your money, so don't worry about it. <laughs> but, but don't worry about it. Yeah, that's basically what it's talking about here. It gives you a, like you get, there's a bunch of numbers here at the bottom, percentages and numbers. We don't care. We understand Bitcoin is true financial freedom, and that's it. I'm gonna leave it at that. We're gonna wrap it up. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening for this really really short episode. Check out our uh, Coin Tree if you will. Uh, you can donate in various crypto formats you can also check out all of our cool social media stuff and watch our episodes on all the places you can watch it like odyssey which is now alive again <laughs> and we're going to be tomorrow again as i said before at blockchain expo as we say at the end of every single show stack sats and huddle